Wakanda forever. Sorry about that. Uh, hey guys, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to another episode of uh, Young Titan World. Uh, hope you guys are doing okay. Hope you guys are doing great. And as always, if you aren't, well, you know, bad days happen. What you gonna do about them? Uh, okay, so today we're gonna be doing a little bit special. I'm taking a break from the anime. Not exactly like a long haul break, but just for the sake of the new movie that came out, which is um, Black Panther 2. And um, as always, if you haven't watched it, I recommend it. It's, um, it starts off where if you haven't watched um, the first episode, <laughs> I said episode. Well, if you haven't watched the first movie, which is Black Panther, um, you should probably go watch it. Because I, I feel like the emotions that come from this particular movie will not be fully understood unless you've watched the first one as is with every other franchise that comes out um anyways that's the non-spoiler review it's uh it's it's deep it has a lot of um twists and turns and it gives you the kind of cinematic experience that um marvel always tries to live up to that kind of quirky not too harsh in reality but kind of also gives you the dark and grim of it whilst making you laugh in a weird way <clears throat> so you if you haven't watched it i recommend that you go try it out it's um it definitely catches your attention on that topic now on to spoiler reviews first i'd like to say that um there are whole new characters that i did not expect to see um in order to keep myself in the dark i chose not to even look at the cast and wouldn't you know i saw michael b jordan as part of the black panther 2 cast which confused me because this dude is dead as dead so if he's gonna come on this then it's either gonna be in someone's dream or we're gonna find him on the ancestral plane and guess what that nigga was on the ancestral plane <laughs> And boy, was I broken into two about that. Anyways, let's start from the beginning. So it starts out with um, Shuri trying to find a way to cure her sick brother, who in this movie doesn't tell anyone that he's sick. Kind of like the same kind of story that goes on in real life, where Chadwick um, doesn't tell anyone about his illness, but still shoots the entirety of Black Panther as everyone's in the dark. Only few people know about this. And it was really a dark moment when he passed away and they still had to move on with Black Panther 2. There were a lot of critics that's, that said that Black Panther 2 should not go on if um, if Chadwick wasn't in the whole movie. But they still decided to go through with it because I feel like it was just to pay homage to him. A homage, homage. I don't know how to pronounce that word, but it's definitely a cool word. Anyways, it was intense. I was crying during the first half of it and all through to the end it, it really got me in my tears man it got me in my feelings really bad and I did not like it at all because every single moment every single emotion displayed by every single one of the actors was just so rich in content it was it was something that you couldn't look away from and it was something that you 
you could feel in their voices they were not just acting the whole thing they were like really into it it's like you've lost it and you have your genuine emotions being captured on camera and it was just so intense i have to give creds to um particularly one uh the mother queen ramonda um she was so incredible all her scenes were just so intense and full of fire angela Bassett brought so much life into her own character and i have to say that if anyone deserved the grammy after this it was her because she was i you, you could feel the intensity in her voice the the absolute rage pain sorrow and anguish that came out of her voice and the words that she spew i mean i know this was all part of a script but she delivered it in tandem with the whole situation and it was so crazy because everyone was losing something in this um in this movie i was so afraid because some of the most important characters that i was growing attached to were dying i mean chadwick chadwick's death was like you know in real life so i ain't gonna even hold that against them but then they decided to take like freaking t'challa's mom and ramonda was like i thought that she was one of the characters that you just couldn't touch in terms of the black panther franchise but they took they took her ass and they just like mollywopped it they just drowned her and all of a sudden she's gone she saves the kid but then she dies i'm like dude you saved the kid how are you dying you're <laughs> oh like i just didn't understand it i kind of thought that when they were giving them the shock therapy i mean they were trying to revive them she'd also like spew like uh water and she like <gasps> but no man no no they did it like uh, 50 times and she still didn't come back to life and i was like oh god oh god they really took her too this can't be happening uh anyways i'm still filled with emotion i watched it yesterday and even though i didn't really like watch it with the cinematic experience i didn't go to a theater i downloaded it and it was cam ripped the visuals were bad but bro even with that it was just so much to take in and it was so hard for me to deal with the fact that they were killing off so many characters that i grew to love and um yeah it, it really shook me to my core i mean they killed when they killed ramonda and um they it, it was action-packed i wouldn't lie to you it was action-packed and um when they took ramonda i was scared that they were gonna take mbaku as well um it was just like if you've watched the first one you would see how many people were killed in the t'challa family i mean the first one was the dad which was by a terrorist who sought to burn the world not exactly burn the world but just destroy the avengers from the inside and um <laughs> Then there was, uh, there was freaking T'Challa, whose death came as a result of real life consequences. And there was also Killmonger. I mean, Killmonger wasn't exactly family, but his character really had a lot of a logical standpoint, given as his views and his interest in using Wakanda's technology and force to drive a change in the entire world 
um he was also gone and i feel as if he also had some sort of bearing in the whole thing so killing him off wasn't exactly an emotional loss but it was more of a perspective that was lost and then they kill off the mom i thought that after the first black panther after a civil war where they have taken so many people who were like main parts of the whole wakanda franchise i just thought that they would leave that alone and then they killed off the mom the mom the mom the killing off the mom is what really fucks me up because after that i thought oh my god kugler who else are you gonna fucking kill because <laughs> you have taken literally everyone are you gonna take shuri as well and that my heart stopped the moment that spear went into her i was like why why you just gave her the mantle as black panther black panther i mean t'challa at least he took it for like how many i mean he took it for um he took that mantle from civil war into um he took it from civil war into his own movie and you wouldn't even give shuri her one movie you're gonna kill her too so i was like actually just really messed up i was kind of scared mostly for mbaku i keep saying that because i really got genuinely concerned for him because uh he he really stood out as the character that was supposed to make light of serious situations and really give you that comic or comedy vibe that um loosened up your tension and made you accept the movie more and I was I was just like worried about him just as I was worried about Wong in Doctor Strange 2 because characters like those make light and they they try and um, bring this sort of um, comedy this calmness that really doesn't upset you but lets you um, embrace the fact that it, it comes with different facets and I really I, I was really glad that the end of the movie they didn't kill Mbaku um now as to the other uh the general being stripped of her power and everything i i feel like the reason why i'm so emotional about the mom dying is because she had lost so much and she showed it to the extent where she she was exactly angry at her it's like you've you've seen someone fuck up and you decide that I'm gonna give them a chance to improve you know I'm gonna give them the bearing the benefit of the doubt you know you know yeah you said that you could handle my my daughter coming along with you fine she can come along with you but take care of her and then at the end of everything you lose her the one thing the one thing that she had left in that world the one thing that she loved so much and the one thing that she had to live with because the rest that she had was all gone and you lost her to the enemy that just infiltrated our place like like the whole movie it was just a mom just scared to lose what she was she, she only had what she only had and she actually lost that and uh it, it was just like no one even questioned her intentions everyone in the council was fucking silent they were fucking silent because they knew that they <laughs> they just allowed uh killmarge to just walk in there and take over the place just just that simply 
I mean, even though, yes, he did win the battle, he tossed the, the king over to the side of the waterfall. And through all that, the entire council was silent. They didn't even try to help her in the darkness. Like, they didn't even make a move. Like, the queen, the queen was forced to, um, if, like, run away from a whole... She was a refugee in her own kingdom. So, I would say fuck it all. Fuck it all. And it was just like, after that, then you also decide to kill her as well. I I don't know. I was like, ah, you guys really fucked up with this one. Anyways, I'm talking too much about uh, the, mm, the mom and that's just wrong. Anyways, um, yeah, but Black Panther 2 really had a lot of positive reviews i mean 80 88% of people watched it like the movie um it got 84% on rotten tomatoes and 7.5 on imdb as well as 67% on metacritic um yeah it, it had a lot of five star reviews i will lie um that was <laughs> if if you are really up for a moment where you're going to cry i suggest to you that you send along the box of tissues because it's not gonna end and um the revenge arc on this was so insane it was so insane because i i genuinely felt the hatred that shuri was giving off as you see at one point in time uh when she goes to the ancestral plane um killmonger confronts her about the idea of, of what she was expecting when she came there because in the first place she was like man I, i'm a scientific person i deal with real life situations if i haven't seen it it's not there so when she comes there it's her hope that she can see her mom again but who does she see she sees freaking killmonger on the throne and it really it fucks you up if, if you're a person and like everyone was thinking okay if it's if it's not gonna be a mother it's at least gonna be like her dad or it's gonna be like um an animated version or uh, a cgi version of um t'challa or something but no no it's freaking michael b jordan in some white ass i mean their outfits are sick i want to get me one of those man and that uh, that white outfit was just boss but i'm pretty sure it only looks good because um you know uh killmonger is jacked and that's why he looked cool in that but yeah i totally i loved what happened because now they were telling the fact that shuri had reached that point where she was so angry at losing everything that she had and words of comfort from her mom would have done the trick but I guess inside her she wanted she wanted a way to justify the vengeance that she was going to be taking out on um Kukul Khan. I haven't even gotten to that character yet. That guy was sick. But yeah, basically with with what we saw from Shuri, she was just at that point where she want she wanted to kill and be okay with the thought of that and it, it was very much a deep um piece that really pushed her character along because throughout the fight she was being merciless in her endeavors i mean it, she she just played that sort of batman contingency plan going on like 
okay fine we realize that if you get out of the water long enough we can freaking bait your ass let you come out uh, lock you in a ship freaking murder you whilst you're in pain and she did that throughout the movie with the intent to kill and to kill and to kill and nothing was gonna stop her till the very last minute where her mom shows up and she's like okay maybe 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 killing you is just gonna make this worse because i kind of thought that i really thought that at the surface value when they captured kuku khan or i'm not gonna use namor or namor i'm not gonna use that and i love kuku khan and he that that's a way more cool ass name i mean when they captured him i kind of thought that they were gonna leave um the warriors in a safe position because their technology was good they were far more advanced than the underwater people but then you have this arc where they've gotten what they wanted but they're still in trouble and things are getting worse the their warriors are getting attacked they're getting killed no one is safe everyone is in this stage of war and shuri has to come to the terms um she has to come to terms with the fact that this is not going well even though i want to kill you so bad i would choose to let you live so that this onset of chaos and destruction and war is not going to consume us all because as i've seen it it has consumed me and um she really wanted to take out vengeance and uh the fact that she saw a killmonger made me feel as if she was really going to take that really seriously that she was gonna actually let it consume her and let her go to the dark side where we're gonna see a character who's supposed to play the protagonist become a full-on antagonist but um i guess they really wanted to stick with the fact that the the symbol of the black panther is not supposed to be one that is filled with hatred and darkness and if it does it's just going to end up in more um uh it's gonna end up in dark it's, it's gonna end up in a very bad situation uh <clears throat> yeah and that's what i thought of that now let's move on to Kukukan. uh if i'm saying it in any way that's racist i apologize but yeah um we had ourselves a new villain well he's not much of a villain he really understood what he was dealing with and uh i would say that his character was one of the most geniusly played because it was a person who had come to who had come with the grips of loss a person who's super powered but still had um sympathy and empathy for the people around him and he displayed it very well i enjoyed every time that he was on the set Every time he was on the scene, I really felt the need to understand him more. He wasn't just this generic bad guy that comes in there. I want to see the world burn. No, 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 no. I want to see the world burn because these people are full of idiots and um, <laughs> pretty much evil-willed individuals that if they had the opportunity, they would destroy us all and the fact that he came on land the fact to just his intention was just to freaking bury his mom and he comes to see his people in slavery 
Okay, yeah, that 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 would fuck you up too if you write out about it. I feel like every single villain in Wakanda, every single villain that they give to us in Black Panther is not only justified in his intentions. In fact, you would do the same thing or probably worse because he seems to be even much more chill. He hasn't decided to attack, but he's not exactly intent on letting this go. You know, he realizes that, okay, these people are starting to see the real um, capabilities of Vibranium. And Vibranium is super important, especially if you want to, like, um, up your game in technological advancements. And the fact that he is covered in it, he uses it in war, and he realizes it's a real advantage. And now these people who colonized his... his, his, uh, his Wait, what am I saying? These people who have colonized his own blood are now gonna try and get hold of it. No, he's not gonna let that happen. Now, obviously, killing Riri was gonna be, like, a very hard thing to deal with. Uh, it was harsh but necessary, as he described it. Uh, it was nothing that to deal with emotion, but to control the situation before it got out of hand. And I understand Kuku Khan the whole time that he was playing it. Uh, I really felt that he was so justified that I almost saw um, Shuri as the villain of the story. Um, it, it's it's really great. I really enjoyed it. Tanak Hueta, the guy who played, he was just so, he was great. It was great. Um, it's uh, everyone is not in their comfort zone because I believe that everyone who was in Wakanda is somebody who is supposed to play an accent of some kind, except for Riri, uh, Riri, 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 who is supposed to be um, American. And I really enjoy the whole thing. Ironheart want us to talk about Riri. Riri was sick. I'm not gonna lie. She was a great character. Um, I didn't know how they were going to introduce her to the whole scene. I, I heard there were rumors that I was going to be seeing Ironheart in this. And I was like, okay, why? Um, but I'm sure if you're comics, um, if you're into the comics, you'd probably know the reason why she was there. But I didn't know. I thought that Ironheart was going to be someone who was you know, part of the Iron Man franchise and I was going to see her in a sequel that had Downey as an AI or something, but yeah, I guess, I, guess I, I, I was wrong in that, but um, yeah, Riri, Riri was really a quirky character who really had a cool vibe with Shuri and I enjoyed the whole moment of it because at one point in time, I was questioning the reason why she was there and it made me realize that oh she is there because she creates technology that can actually find vibranium and that's cool i guess that's that's a reasonable way to introduce a character that seems to have no bearing there but hey man i could be wrong in the comics maybe she is you know like um she comes out of the whole wakanda franchise too so yeah i guess we're gonna have to put that in a on a pin somewhere anyways i enjoyed riri riri why do I keep saying it wrong? I was expecting Wakabi, but I don't know where they put him. 
um i hope he didn't die i hope he's still there and i hope they get to play out his character more because he was also an intense character who had a lot to compromise and um he had a lot to deal with as well so um it's pretty understandable to create that um, sort of thing well um anyways now we have um who else can we talk about i mean we've talked about namor i didn't really get a lot of creds for namora 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 i don't hate namora she's not a bad character i mean i feel like she was more distant in this and uh i guess i wouldn't know so much about her but i'm guessing she wasn't so bad as well uh, i mean i i love the her her choreography it was really cool i really enjoyed the scenes that they played out the action was on point the drama was also on point i just really felt like i was on a roll with this whole thing uh well um mbaku i could say mbaku was one of the most he was really i really enjoyed his character because he was so funny in this one winston managed to portray someone who was having great knowledge as well as great humor in this uh <laughs> the the ones that really got me was his um ape sounds like ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> i don't i don't think i got it right but that was already pissed him off or someone was trying to hold an argument against him then he just pull out that sound it was just so funny but yeah um he was even trying to provide consolation to shuri at the time where her mom died and you know it, it started off as him being the character who who really resented shuri's ideals of being someone who was not like sticking to the old ways or being the one that um understood the 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 the, the idea of ancestry and now he's the one who's providing consolation and help to this girl who's lost almost everyone and she he doesn't take that lightly or use that to his advantage to manipulate her to give him power but as a way to console her because he realizes what she's lost and he doesn't consider her as a kid anymore as he so states himself so yeah i really feel like baku um starts off as this rigid coarse character who um has no feeling has no heart and only deals with brute strength into a character that actually has empathy shows love so i really feel like um mbaku's character development was quite in, um it was great um we saw a lot more to um mbaku than we did in the first one so yeah, I guess I really loved it. I don't know where they put Oh yeah, I guess they killed him. <laughs> yeah. And then the characters I didn't get to see because they're dead or they're probably in prison. Oh, that would explain why. Well, I mean, they could have put an action scene where Wakabi was in prison and, you know, um what they call it, his wife Okoye uh came to visit him or something, but 
I guess that didn't happen. Uh, Nakia, Nakia was also a broken character that I really felt sorry for at the end of the movie because she had to really run away from her emotions so that she couldn't show her weakness or she wouldn't um, tear apart in front of the family of T'Challa. And I feel like that's a lot because you lose the person the first time and use them the second time. I guess it, it is bound to break you. If you love someone so much and that happens, uh, that is pretty much uh, an epic loss. Um, I'm going to have to round it off because I have I have filled your ears with so much. And uh, I, I must come to terms with you that... This movie is an emotional roller coaster. It's filled with so many scenes that captivate you. So I recommend that you could watch it again if you want to. Because you really get so thrown off course at some scenes more than others. And there are some places where you just find out that, oh my god, this is insane. So yeah, I really give it a 10 out of 10. But... Uh, just to be honest with you there were some things that i was not seeing or some things that i was sad about so i'm just gonna put it in an, an eight an 8.2 it's a really great movie you should go watch it um i i can't say that you enjoy the one that i watched because it had really low quality but if you want to watch it just so that no one spoils the movie for you i will leave the link for it for the cam rip version down below so you can check it out and you know you can um, make your own comments about it and you let me know down below all right well this young titan it's been great talking to you guys um hope to see you in the next episode goodbye <laughs>